day everyone this is miss jones host and narrator for sunny school special where biblical motivation leads towards spiritual dedication so today's episode is going to be the extra content that was missing from the first second and third readings i will read well actually what i've been reading from life application study bible which has extra content footnotes um, from scriptures that are read and I always read them after reading the scripture so that you will have extra information about what is being read to be understood and added to your studying repertoire yes so we're all in this together helping each other so that was my mistake so today is a I'll say a bonus makeup episode <laughs> on my part so what I'm going to do I'm going to let you know which daily reading it is read this read um, where the scriptures coming from and I'm going to read the footnotes so it won't be like I have to read the scripture over again and the footnotes this one will just be footnotes alright so let's go ahead and continue this will be the first daily reading titled first impressions of Saul coming from 1st Samuel 9th chapter 1st to the 14th verses and here's the information from the footnotes Saul was sent by his father on an important mission to find their stray donkeys donkeys were all-purpose animals the pickup trucks of Bible times used for transportation hauling and farming they were considered necessities even the poorest family owned one. To own many donkeys was a sign of wealth, and to lose them was a disaster. Saul's father was wealthy, and his many donkeys were evidence of that wealth. Often we think that events just happen to us, but as we learn from this story about Saul, God may use common occurrences to lead us where he wants. It is important to evaluate all situations as potential divine appointments designed to shape our lives. Think of all the good and bad circumstances that have affected you lately. Can you see God's purpose in them? Perhaps he is building a certain quality in you or leading you to serve him in a new area. The city where the servant said the prophet lived was probably Ramah where Samuel moved after the Philistine battle near Shiloh. Saul's lack of knowledge about Samuel showed his ignorance of spiritual matters. Saul and Samuel even lived in the same territory, Benjamin. Ninth chapter, 21st verse. Why do you say such a thing to me? Saul's outburst reveals a problem he would face repeatedly feeling inferior. Like a leaf tossed about by the wind, Saul vacillated between his feelings and his convictions. Everything he said and did was selfish because he was worried about himself. For example, Saul said his clan was the least in the smallest tribe of Israel. But chapter 9 verse 1 says his father was a man of standing. The tribe of Benjamin was the smallest because they were nearly wiped out as punishment for their immorality, which is actually in Judges 19th through the 21st chapters. Saul didn't want to face the responsibility God had given him. Later, Saul kept some war plunder that he shouldn't have 
and then tried to blame his soldiers while claiming that they had really taken it to sacrifice to God. Although Saul had been called by God and had a mission in life, he struggled constantly with jealousy, insecurity, arrogance, impulsiveness, and deceit. He did not decide to be wholeheartedly committed to God, because Saul would not let God's love give rest to his heart. He never became God's man. Saul chosen as king. Saul and a servant searched for their lost donkeys in the hill country of Ephraim and the territory of Benjamin. They went to Ramah looking for help from Samuel the prophet. While Saul was there, he found himself unexpectedly anointed by Samuel as Israel's first king. Samuel called Israel together at Mizpah to tell them God's choice for their king. So those were extra footnotes pertaining to 1 Samuel 9th chapter, 1st through the 21st verses. So technically I also covered the second daily reading titled First Meeting with Samuel, which comes from 1 Samuel 9th chapter, 15th through the 24th verses. So technically that reading covered the first and second daily readings leading up to the Sunday school lesson. So I will now begin reading the footnotes pertaining to the third daily reading titled God's Spirit on the Prophets, coming from Numbers 11 chapter 24th through the 30th verses. This incident is similar to a story told in Mark 9th chapter 38 through the 41st verses. The disciples wanted Jesus to forbid others to drive out demons because they were not part of the disciples' group. But this type of narrow attitude was condemned by both Moses and Jesus. Beware of putting limits on God. He can work through whomever he chooses. Moses was looking forward to the day when all God's people would experience the pouring out of God's Spirit. The prophet Joel recorded God's promise to pour out His Spirit on all believers, and this was fulfilled at Pentecost. Believers today can be sure that they have the Holy Spirit when they become Christians. We also can pray to live by the Holy Spirit's power. If you wish to have the Holy Spirit's power, pray for Him to fill your life with His presence and strengthen you to follow Christ. This is going to be an addition on reading about Saul coming from the Life Application Study Bible. Thought I would give, um, I actually wanted to give some extra content on, sorry, give extra content about the character Saul since this is what we are being, what we're, oh, what we are focusing on in this Sunday School lesson. Saul. First impressions can be deceiving, especially when the image created by a person's appearance is contradicted by his or her qualities and abilities. Saul presented the ideal visual image of a king, but the tendencies of his character often went contrary to God's commands for a king. Saul was God's chosen leader, but this did not mean he was capable of being king on his own. During his reign, Saul had his greatest successes when he obeyed God. His greatest failures resulted from acting on his own. Saul had the raw materials to be a good leader, appearance, courage, and action. Even his weaknesses could have been used by God if Saul had recognized them 
and left them in God's hands. His own choices cut him off from God and eventually alienated him from his own people. From Saul, we learn that while our strengths and abilities make us useful, it is our weaknesses that make us usable. Our skills and talents make sorry, our skills and talents makes us tools, but our failures and shortcomings reminds us that we need a craftsman in control of our lives. Whatever we accomplish on our own is only a hint of what God could do through our lives. Does he control your life? The strengths and accomplishments of Saul is that he is the first God-appointed king of Israel. He is known for his personal courage and generosity. He stood tall with a striking appearance. His weaknesses and mistakes was that his leadership abilities did not match the expectations created by his appearance. He was impulsive by nature. He tended to overstep his bounds. He was jealous of David. He tried to kill him. And he specifically disobeyed God on several occasions. The lessons we can learn from his life is that God wants obedience from the heart, not mere acts of religious ritual. Obedience always involves sacrifice, but sacrifice is not always obedience. God wants to make use of our strengths and weaknesses. Weaknesses should help us remember our need for God's guidance and help. So that was just a quick bit about Saul, the first king of Israel. And on a personal note, this actually has gotten me to open my eyes a little bit more about myself. And hopefully it has opened your eyes a little bit about maybe yourselves or someone that you may know. So again, this is something that's quite important because being jealous and feeling insecure and running away from the responsibility of God, the responsibility that God has for you, is going to cut a lot of things short. For if some of you have known, Saul was going through a downward spiral. And the ending was not a happy ending for him. So that was not to have you feel like, oh, I may have some... Uh, personality things, some things that are similar to Saul, and he went down a downward spiral. That's not so. The Bible is here for a reason. It is to show what happens if you tr if you try to do the opposite of what God has had has you to do. He knows what's best for you. Yes, he knows your wants and needs, but he knows best of all. He made us, so he knows what's good for us. So when we go outside that bounds, we tend to get a little hurt. So we always want to come back into that circle um, that God has for us. And even though to us the circle may be, may be small, but that is in the physical sense. In the spiritual sense, it's bigger than what we can ever imagine. And that's why we need to be spiritually focused and to get into this Bible more so. Which is why... Our motto is biblical motivation leads to spiritual dedication. All right. So that was just a tidbit about small and a bit of my own little side note. So just wanted to share and that we all should be able to share um, because we all are perfect. But we all are here to grow together and to learn together and to love one another just as God has designed it so and more.
And we're going to learn about more as we continue his word. Yes. So that was a quick bonus episode of making up for me not reading the footnotes for the daily lessons one, two, and three. And actually, I went ahead and did that. So everybody should be good and updated. I hope you've taken notes. If not, you can go ahead and replay this episode to take more notes leading up to the Sunday School lesson for July 26, 2020, titled, Saul, Anointed King. So, our next daily reading will be coming from 1 Samuel 10th chapter, 17th through the 26th verses, titled, Saul, Acclaimed King. This will be our fifth daily reading leading up to the Sunday School lesson. So, until then, this is Miss Jones here at Sunday School Special, where biblical motivation leads towards spiritual dedication. God bless. Thank you.